Welcome to Real Talk from the heart of Allen County, where we explore the lives of La Harp residents. No filters, true stories, just real talk. I'm your host, Richard Lucan. And I'm Tim Stauffer, your co-host. Let's get started. Where you uh, We have an empty room back here, I imagine. Be, be best. <laughs> Okay, well, today we actually have a special podcast for you because we're not focusing on anyone from the Harp. Um, Real Talk normally focuses on the Harp residents, but today we're focusing on Don Bain, a uh, former IHS teacher, principal, and uh, superintendent of USD 257 schools. So, Richard, did uh, yesterday you published an article about him. Do you just want to tell a little bit about uh, what's in store for him tonight and, and kind of what awaits him there? You bet. Uh, uh, from what I understand, his daughters, uh, Janice Wade and Jan Sig, have scheduled a special ceremony in between the Phillies and Mustangs games to where they'll bring him out on court and just kind of recognize him and all he's done for Iola and, I guess, for the community. But I wanted to um, ask you whether you believed what he said about the reason for him being honored tonight. <laughs> um, he said that, and we'll hear this in the clip, but that his daughters were searching through his computer, but what do you do? You buy that story? Do you think there's a different reason? No, I I, I tend to think that he he seemed to be pretty modest about everything. When I spoke with him, he seemed to not really try to to inflate his ego by any stretch, and I think he he legitimately feels that way. Huh. Well, without further ado, then I think let's just listen to the interview that you had with him a couple of days ago, and. Um... You know, we'll kind of pepper the conversation that you two had with some of your insights and in, in our conversation about it. I understand they're going to be recognizing you at the basketball games? Yeah, that's what they tell me. <laughs> between, between games. Between the games, okay. I was not able to make it Friday evening, but I thought that event, Friday afternoon, I thought that was really... Fun to sit in with you guys, with the girls' teams, meeting with the current Phillies and that, that little roundtable discussion you guys had. I, yeah. I enjoyed that. Uh, I was the luckiest guy in the world. I had good students, good faculty. <laughs> you can't ask for anything more. So I guess to start to grow up, you said you are from originally Arkansas? That's where I was born, and uh, my dad went west, young man. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, to look for a job. Look during, for okay during the depression. Okay, so where did he? Where was he from originally? Where I was born. In oh, okay. He was okay. He was from there. Okay. Yeah. Took a job here in Iola uh, as a plumber. Okay. And we moved down here, and that was in 1946. Okay. Uh, and so you would have been about how old then? About a sophomore in high school. Sophomore. Okay. Yeah, it was my sophomore year. I, I spent my freshman year at DeSoto, and my sophomore sophomore on in Iola. That's why. Someone said, well, you're older than 74. 
Uh, I said I was a 74-year-old Mustang. That was it. When we moved here, that's when I became a Mustang. Gotcha. In 74, or in uh, 46. And uh, I, went, I spent three years in high school here and then two years in junior college. I yeah. spent I spent more time in that high school building than I think anybody alive <laughs> because then I was the principal for for, for twelve years and the superintendent for fourteen years. All uh, I I taught in the classroom for six years before I became the principal. Uh, I worked my way up. I was the assistant principal. Uh, for two years, and the principal of the high school at that time was my high school principal. Oh, really? Here in Iowa, yeah. As a matter of fact, he Tony Levitt's grandfather. Oh, okay. Now, what was his name? Floyd Smith. Floyd Smith. Okay. Still affordable then too. No, no, and, and well, see, in junior college, I made the the all conference team. Is that in basketball? Yeah, both years. Now, what prompted you to go to Pitt State on a football scholarship if you were so good at basketball? Because the my my last football coach here in Iowa Junior College was a. A guy by the name of Don German, and his dad was a math teacher at Pitt State, and he got me the scholarship. Oh, okay, I got gotcha. you. <laughs> uh, I I played quarterback uh, the last part of the season because well, it was it was interesting because the first part of the season. I played center, but I called the plays. Oh, really? Richard, I want to take a break real quick and just ask a question here. Um, what do you think he represents to Iola and, and the school district, you know, USD 257? I, I, I have the sense that people see him as one of the most revered leaders over the last, uh, you know, 50 years. Right. Um, someone who's seen Iola and the whole school district really go through, a, you know, a huge, huge amount of change. I think so, and I think a part of it is and so many of his former students are still here in Iola, and of course, just growing up when you're uh, young and impressionable, some of the folks you remember most are the ones you went to school with, and so you have a revered figure in school who now you see a couple generations later still around town, still being a part of the community, and I think he just kind of really put himself in the everybody's everybody's hearts and just kind of really beloved figure around town now. How, how do you think he sees himself? <laughs> Does he see himself as that beloved, beloved figure? Or? I hope so. I hope so. Uh, I mean, he even told me at one point he just knows so much about that school. Just um, He shared a story that did not get put in the paper, um, but talking about how apparently the high school at one point had these tunnels tunnels below yeah. it and he never knew about it and somebody showed it to him and 
they've since been filled in, but just these little secrets about the school, I guess, if you will, that he, he, and he knows, I guess. I could tell that he really wanted to talk about his experience in the Air Force as I listened to this. Sure. How do you think that formed him? What do you think? Why is that such an important part of, of his story to him or his identity? Well, part of it, I think, in, um, he, he's a teacher at heart, and I think that's where he learned a lot of that because one of his, one of his duties was as a, as a, he would train pilots, and he would get up there with the pilots, and he just really connected well with them and getting them to learn and getting them motivated. He said it was a lot easier to, to motivate them when they were up 10,000 feet than it is high school kids, but those kids really just, he said they just uh, really appealed to me like being around around people that age, and I think that played a lot to it, uh, just in service to the country as well, and I think he obviously is proud of that and well-deserved for as long as everything that he did, but I really think it was just his, it's where he learned to be a teacher, he said. when he When he got out, he wasn't he was, went to school for math and science, but then when he got out, he decided he also wanted to go ahead and pursue a teaching career. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Well, let's get back to it. I think he's, uh, he's going to pick up where we're kind of leaving off and uh, talking about his career getting into the Air Force. And I did get a, a letter... Uh, uh, I, I was given orders to report in October, October the 2nd. Still remember the date. Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, uh, <laughs> the other guy that went to, he, he didn't pass it. <laughs> so I was the only guy out of all of those. Really, that wound up passing the, the pilot? And yeah, the well, and that was just... I caught a train in Kansas City and when we got to St. Louis they put on a, a car on, on the train a, a whole car of just re recruits like me. Yeah. Aviation cadets. And there wasn't anybody in there I knew. That was an experience. <laughs> Jer, where did you meet meet your wife? Uh, she was a sophomore in high school when I was a sophomore in junior college. Oh, okay. So and, you kind of knew and, each other from, from and home. was what the normal tradition was: the junior college boys preyed on the young high school girls. <laughs> <laughs> at least, at least that's what her mother said. Yeah, she 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 didn't mention any words about. It. And so now did she go on this, or where, where was she when you were in the military and all this? She went with me. She went well, okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, see, I had, to, I had to sign a statement when I went into aviation cadets that I would not get married uh, until I, I completed the aviation cadet program. Okay. Now, that's another story, <laughs> because I, I had... I, I went to uh, primary in Columbus, Mississippi, and then to basic in Greenville, Mississippi. And so I had two roommates 
in aviation cadet training. Both of them were married. <laughs> how did they get? How'd they get away with it? They just didn't tell us. Just didn't tell anybody. <laughs> chemistry and okay sure physics and math advanced. and is that what when you got your degree was that kind of your thought was say okay I'm going to be a teacher now or what what led you to yeah, want to well, go ahead and I, become a teacher I, I had been a teacher in the Air Force right okay yeah mm -hmm. that makes sense I had three years and I, and, I, and I enjoyed the I enjoyed the kids especially at that age level and that's what I taught uh, in high school uh, Except the motivation is different, you know. You, you got a kid up there 10,000 feet, and he isn't doing it right. You can r roll it over on his back and point it straight Get his down. attention pretty quick. Yeah, <laughs> you, you get his attention. Uh, and you couldn't do that with high school students. Uh, but, but anyway, I, I stayed in the reserves. Oh, okay, sure. First came here to teach. That was that was in uh, 50, 59, 5960 was my first teaching year here in Iowa. And uh, my, as a matter of fact, my brother, my youngest brother, was in junior college at the time. But uh, I was the for for six years. During that six-year period, when I was in the classroom, I was the head basketball coach for two years. Okay. And an assistant principal for two years. And then I became the high school principal. Replaced my old high school principal. And he, he was a super guy. I, I, I liked Floyd. Uh, was that something that you wanted to, once you got in the classroom? Did you say, you know what, I'd like to be a principal? Or how did that come about? Well... Uh, it, it came about probably uh, when I graduated from Pitt State. That was that was in fifty seven or eight, fifty seven. Uh, I stayed on oh the the next semester and uh, and took educational administrative classes. Oh, okay. So. And so when I got up here, <clears throat> the first year of teaching, the next summer, right after that, I went back and finished my master's in, in educational administration. Because in education, the, the money's in administration. Right, right. I used to tell the Board of Education when I was superintendent and I was going uh, to teach those summer aerospace education workshops. I used to tell the board they had to let me do that in the summertime or I couldn't afford to teach. Oh, wow. <laughs> well, I had four kids, huh? So, now, okay, so that, that, that so you wound up, you and, you and Jerry have four uh, how many? How many kids? You said four. Four. Uh, all daughters, or was there a son in there? Three girls and a boy. Three girls. Okay. Uh, had a girl, and then our second one was stillborn. That's when I, we were in the service. 
and then the next one was a boy, and then we had two girls in, okay. in what we called our second family. Second family. And, and they're the ones that live here, Janice and Jan. Sure, sure, okay. And my, my son is up in, he's an architect, he graduated from KU. And now what's his name? Don Jr. Don, oh, okay. Once you, what, and you retired in what year was that? And you said 29 years ago, does that sound right? I retired in 1991. Okay, 91. Uh, after retirement, I know it seemed like you still stayed pretty heavily involved in the community, though, just, or what, what, uh, oh what happened? Oh, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> My wife and I did an awful lot of traveling. Okay. We had a fifth wheel, and we had so many opportunities. We had a fifth wheel that we could go anywhere. We uh, we could we could stay on any military sure facility uh, in the visiting officers' quarters. Uh, I retired as lieutenant colonel. Oh wow! Okay. What is it about Iola High School that just makes it? A special place. It seems like it's kind of a neat. I mean, you, you with the alumni and everything. People talk about the history and the just the. You got some pretty special kids who have gone through there. Yes. And I did a study uh, before I retired uh, because Susan's dad, Emerson. Emerson. Yeah. Uh, Emerson and I worked together on uh, finding a, a preacher for our church. Okay. Uh, but uh, <clears throat> Emerson one time told me that we, he thought maybe we needed a little more variety in our faculty in terms of their background. Oh, okay. We were too homegrown, <laughs> ingrown. Uh, and uh, I didn't feel that way about it, uh, and I told him. Uh, and, I, and I did a little study just to find out how many of our teachers were graduates of Iowa High School. Oh, it was something like uh, I, I've got I've got it at home, but it. You know, it was like 65% of our teachers were Iowa High School graduates. Wow, that's, like that. that's, that's... But they were, in my opinion, they were some of our best teachers. Yeah. And I don't know whether it's because they were home <laughs> or, or what, but we really had some, some good ones. Now, not all of the best ones had that advantage. One you may have heard of is Marvin Smith. Oh, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I hired old Marv to teach what I had been teaching. Chemistry. Yeah. Uh, but Marv has, he's a jewel. Oh, gosh, yeah. He's yeah. a jewel. Uh, have to be pretty proud of that one, I guess, <clears throat> getting him to come here. <clears throat> well, uh, yeah. When his wife was <coughs> still alive, mm -hmm. 
he used to write poetry for her. Oh, really? And, and, and it was pretty good. Yeah? It really was pretty good. And every time we had a teacher retire, Marv did a roast. <laughs> now, he, he, I don't know, the, the guy was phenomenal. Uh, it really was. So, uh, <clears throat> now your wife has, has, when did your wife pass? How long ago was that? Uh, 2017. 2017, okay. Uh, January 2017. And so, I guess for you, is it, I mean, just do you still travel, or is that is that a thing of the past now, or you get yeah? Uh, well, we I I sold the fifth wheel um, before she passed away because I didn't have any business. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I was in my seventies. I didn't have any business. Oh. One of those things down the highway. <laughs> So yeah, I guess you're still kind of yeah, going to ball games or staying oh, yeah. out in the yeah, community I, and that. I try to make as many ball games as I can. Sure. Um, and what do you, what all do you kind of do in your spare time now? Just kind of watch grandkids and and things. Just yeah. To keep keep tabs on them, or what all what all keeps you busy well, now? I I had a I had a granddaughter. Here it is one of Janice's daughter. Uh, Sydney. Sydney Wade. Sure. She she was a heck of a point guard. She was absolutely. <clears throat> uh, but Sydney was smart enough to say, "Well, she inherited my height. <laughs> she so she better concentrate on on her studies, <laughs> academics." The little thing never made anything but an A since she was in middle school. Right, yeah, I remember. Well, absolutely, I remember covering her. I can remember covering her when she was in eighth grade thinking, boy, that high school team could use her yeah. about right now. Oh, yeah, she she was a dandy. I used to go out there and they had a basketball goal set up, of course. And she'd always want to play horse. Let's play horse, Grandpa. I said, that gets too long. How about pig? <laughs> <laughs> okay, play pig. <laughs> but uh, I did that until she got in high school. Because I could always beat her. <laughs> but after she got in high school, I couldn't, couldn't beat, beat her. Couldn't beat her anymore. Then it was probably... So I, I said, Sydney, you, you, my competition is over. <laughs> Let's see who this. Oh, this is my daughter. Oh, okay. Excuse me. Just oh, sure. Yeah, absolutely. Last week, of course, with the Forever Phillies reunion, uh, I, I don't necessarily, if you don't want to, that's fine. Your thoughts just on the Phillies name change, kind of a changing of the guard, if you will, or your yeah. thoughts on that, or is it? Well, I'm... I'm very sympathetic to it. Sure. Uh, mainly because there have been so many kids that have been a part of it over the years. Uh, 
Well, I thought it was really well said there on Friday where they said this. They were an awful lot of girls that are going to be Phillies because it's just that that legacy is there. Forever Phillies. Yeah. Uh, at the same time, uh, most I, I, as you might expect, I get a lot of questions from people. Sure. They expect me to know everything. Know <laughs> anything. But. <clears throat> My stock answer is, I don't know. Uh, I've been retired for X number of years, 29 now, and if things haven't changed in that time, I'd be very disappointed. Right, and I think you said that the other day. You said, yeah, yeah kind of, yeah. that's one of the constants is there is <laughs> yeah. change. Yes, uh, at the same time. I don't know that I, that I think they ought to have been fooling with that. <laughs> it's, it's unique. It is unique, yeah, absolutely. In, in the state of Kansas, anyway, it's unique. Coming up on Friday, getting, to, getting your own honor there at the ball game, I guess, kind of, were you, were you surprised to get the invitation, or how did that come about? You really want to know? <laughs> You sure? I can, I can tell you I can't about it. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. My nosy daughters <laughs> got into my computer. <clears throat> and when my wife was alive, she, I, I say made me, she did. She made me. Write my own obituary. Oh, wow. Because my wife says, I don't know all the things you belong to, <laughs> all the things that you do. And so I, I just wrote one up. They found it. Oh, gosh. <laughs> so <laughs> I, think it, I think it impressed them or something. <laughs> but that that's... That's where it came from, I'm, I'm sure. I, I'm, I'm sorry, I, I didn't, no, expect, that's didn't expect. Well-deserved, though, I think, absolutely. I imagine yeah. just kind of your, your, your part in the fabric of Iola High School, I think you're as <laughs> instrumental as anybody of putting out, like I said, an awful <laughs> lot of special kids. And that's what's real. We'll see you next time. Real Talk is produced by the Iola Register and supported by Thrive Allen County, Kansas Health Foundation, the Health Forward Foundation, and the residents of La Harp. To listen to more episodes, subscribe to Real Talk wherever you get your podcasts. Just search Real Talk or find us on iolaregister.com. And don't forget to like the Laharp Pride Facebook page to stay up to date.